Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bikini Podcast. This is episode number 59. And today we're with IFB Bikini Pro Sinead Jachiko. And we're going to be talking about the New South Wales IFB Pro League Australian show that just went on. Nay, welcome again back to the show. Hello, thank you. Thank you for coming on. It was um it was good seeing you obviously at the show, and there was a lot of surprises of really good quality athletes that competed. What were your um? Well, first of all, a big thank you to Mark Gretsch and Tony Doherty for putting on an awesome show. And I think it was probably the biggest show in New South Wales, as far as I know. Absolutely, um, especially quality wise, the turnout, and I think everyone's been waiting for that first show back since COVID. So it was a really good one. What did they hit? Something I, I know they were close to three hundred competitors. Something. I think so. Yeah. Something like that. I, I didn't really get a chance to see a lot of the men's categories when obviously. We're going to be talking about bikini specifically, but were there just as many men at this show versus the females or was it sort of heavily female focused? I'm the same as you. I was backstage with the girls a lot, but I'm pretty sure it was stacked, hey? Yeah, because I I did go backstage. I was was helping out a friend's friend's client just um, pumping up backstage and he did really well in men's physique. Patrick, his name is. He's a black Terminator guy. Yeah, yeah. So so Ali Raza um, preps him, but he was in Thailand for his pro show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just looking after Patrick backstage, but he's a freak. He's absolutely yeah. going to be a star. I, I, I think it would be pretty hard to challenge him for, him for the pro card. Yeah. And he's only going to get better. So big props to Ali and Patrick for taking out that win. But um, backstage was actually really challenging. So actually, before we get into the actual results for bikini, we just want to say that I didn't get a chance to see wellness. And I think that you said that you didn't get a chance to see wellness either. No, I didn't. I only saw bikini, unfortunately. Yeah. And I was the same. I um I didn't get an opportunity to watch all the categories. I saw figure. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to see even physique. I don't know. I, I saw them backstage and looked like women looked amazing and peeled and it would have been cool to see them, but yeah, I didn't get to see to comment. Yeah, definitely. Was this the is this the general the same venue that they always hold the New South Wales show at? Um, so either they have it at Ramwick or at NIDA, which I personally prefer NIDA, it's just a little bit bigger, um, and more backstage area. So, but yeah, this one was still really good. Yeah, no, I, this is the first time that I've been to a New South Wales show, and I thought that you know, considering the amount of competitors that they had, I think that they did a pretty good job. And Tony definitely helped speed things along. And oh yeah, I, it, was, it moved well. I think um, they ended up finishing on time or just very close to it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like six o'clock. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so big props. Thank you to Tony Doherty for putting on the show and looking forward to seeing the, the – I'm, I'm actually travelling to most of the shows. I'm not just not going to WA, unfortunately. But um, the WA show was originally planned for a Sunday, but I've got to – but they've moved it to a Saturday and I've already – committed to going to the WPFF show, oh, yeah, which is on yeah. the same day. So I won't be able to go to WA because I've got a few ladies competing there as well. But um, let's get into the show and talk about bikini. So mm-hmm. I've got um, the IFB Pro League Oz Instagram mm-hmm. page up and we're looking at bikini first time as A. So there was a decent amount of bikini competitors and it was split up into A and B for most um, classes. And we'll talk about that. So I think it was one... It might have been up to 163 for the A class and then 164 and above would make you in the B. So was that right? Maybe, actually, possibly, or maybe a little bit taller, but something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. And um, I think that was 
good enough because no one uh, no one was really like overly tall in the B class. They all lined up really well. Yeah, I think so. So let's um let's talk about the bikini first time at A. So we've got first place, we've got Florence. Second place, we've got Jade Adard. And in third place, we've got Jess Robinson. So this actually was um a very anticipated class from, from my perspective. It was a very stacked lineup. And I want to say that this first time a lineup in general, before they even split the classes A and B, because I, I didn't know they were going to do that. I thought it was going to be first timers in general. Okay. It was a very high quality, almost national level quality lineup um, for the ladies that competed. So um, what were your thoughts on this class? This one, I actually was out the back getting my girl ready. So I did miss this actual lineup itself. But looking back on it, it's a good top three, you know. Um, super happy to see my girl Florence win. Uh, Jade looks incredible. And Jess looks amazing too. They all really, really good. Good. You got you to throw, you throw a plug in there. You helped Florence pose. Um, oh, and- plug. Oh, and that made <laughs> The posing is done by me. Wasn't she an absolute superstar? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Florence came out and um, she's just got she this natural confidence about her. I know that um, when she originally did walk out, she was probably a little bit nervous, but she settled into it after that first initial walkout. And it just goes to show you, you know, if you do make some small mistakes or if you're a little bit nervous, you know, you talk to yourself positively and you get back into it and that's what she did. She was very, very confident. Um, in the- we really worked on her walking out, really engaging, really walking out with that confidence. And I feel like each time she came out, she just brought it more and more each time. Absolutely. I could see the confidence was there and um, and she did really well. So, I mean, this class here specifically, we had, I had a few girls in the, in this in this as well. So I actually had um, outside of the top three here, obviously I work with uh, Florence and Jade. Taya Pick Advance was in this lineup. And my other client, Kimberly Tran, and we did discuss. Oh, Kim, oh, she's insane. We did discuss Kimberly Tran um, before even the ladies did go on. And for anyone that doesn't know Kimberly, uh, I just wanted to say one of the hardest, if not the hardest, worker that I have on the team, and I and that says a lot about the level of dedication and grind and grit that this woman has. She's just honestly a soldier. The um, she was a shredded. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> you love it you love being the, the ladies that are shredded and that was probably oh, the that was only the yeah that was the only i suppose downside from the judge's perspective where you know kimberly would have got marked down just from being too lean because the conditioning i feel like that's to yes, my knowledge quads and splits going it was yeah impressive. To, very impressive would you would you say that's probably the most conditioned amateur you've ever seen on stage as a bikini competitor mm-hmm. One of them, I think because Kim has quite developed quads as well, it's very noticeable when she mm. walks, you know, but and the glutes as well. But we did have another girl that was very shredded, if you remember. I remember we were pointing her out. The curly oh, hair. Yeah, in the um in the yellow bikini. Yeah, I liked her. <laughs> but you, you know what though? I would say that um I wish I knew her name. I actually did see her um walking off stage and she was with her partner and I said, Hey, I thought you looked amazing. I you're overlooked. Which you, I, I think she was, I, I believe. I can't recall if she was in the class A or class B. Uh, she might have been in class B. I think it was B. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, going back to this lineup, yeah. So Kimberly looked like she looked freaky as hell. I think mm-hmm. that one of the things that sometimes I um, and I just, I just want to say this as well. My opinion is my opinion alone. It's not a reflection of the IFB Pro League Australia. Or anyone else and that doesn't mean i'm right this is just purely my opinion and i want to make it very clear that 
you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Some people are going to agree with the judging. Some people are going to disagree with the judging. Um, Kimberly Train, I did personally feel like as impressive as she was, she was a little bit too lean for my liking as a coach. And that was something that her and I discussed in the lead up to this show. Although I will say that I would rather a competitor be too conditioned than be out of shape. And if she was probably, let's say, for example, doing an NPC, uh, NPC show or she was competing in Canada where they actually reward conditioning, I think she would have been looked at favorably and would have most certainly been in a top three situation if this was rejudged over in, let's say, in Canada because they love conditioning over there. I agree. And I think if anything, she might have got feedback saying she was too lean on top of placing, you know, rather than being knocked out of the placings and just being told it was too much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kim did was in the top call out and which I was I was very pleased to see her in the top call out because she's definitely deserving of that. But obviously the conditioning here, I, I feel like they're still looking at rewarding softer physiques versus what they're rewarding overseas. And that's something that I think will improve over time as the judges do get more experience and as we do have more shows for the judges to work through and to see all the competitors, especially at a national level. Um Taya Pickavance, I thought, um, was a very interesting competitor in this lineup. You didn't get to see it, but I know we can talk about the, you saw yeah, obviously. I'm following in the next lineups. Yeah, we can talk about the, the the novice and the open that you've seen. But in this lineup, I thought, to me, it was clear that she was in the top three. Um, I just feel like her, her structure, her overall posing and flow, um, the rear shot, the side booty pop is quite good. Hey, it was an absolute standout. You couldn't not look at her in the lineup. Everything, the posing, that like the confidence, her suit, her whole look, she just really, really stood out. Yeah. I think if the way that I view things as a coach is, all right, let's say, for example, we're going to teleport all these competitors into Olympia lineup, right? Even if they don't have the development structurally, who belongs in that lineup, you know, at the Olympia potentially. And I see that Taya has a structure that belongs on the Olympia stage. It's that's just the way to put it. Sometimes you see like a really freaky men's physique, black guy that just looks insane. You're like, whoa, look at that small waist. Look at those shoulders. Look at that structure. And you're so mind blown because you're looking at a genetic you know, anomaly and you're just like this person, this dude's going to go places because of his freaky genetics. And that's the way that I view Taya when I look at her, um, you know, off the stage, on the stage, it's the same thing. And she backs it up with, she backed it up with a level of conditioning that I think was reasonable for what she was up against. She was probably, I mean, Kimberly Tran obviously was, you know, very lean, but outside of Kimberly Tran, she was probably within the top two in terms of conditioning on stage. And I think if your conditioning is there and the structure, I, I think you, you need to be rewarded. I feel like um, uh, Jess, Jess Robinson was in third. I actually really liked her from the front. I really like Jess's front shot. I think her conditioning was beautiful from the front. I think her waist, her shape, and looks really nice. Um, I like her confidence. I think from the back is where it came down to her and Taya. Yeah, but the, the problem that I had was um, that they had Taya next to Jade. So she actually didn't get a comparison with Jess Robinson. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. So, like, if you're, like, let's say, for example, you're if I'm judging this and you're like, oh, we're thinking Jess and Taya are third and fourth, right? Mm -hmm. They should be next to each other. They need to be next to each other. The problem was they were on opposite sides. I do remember seeing Jade next to Taya um, from my recollection, and that didn't give a proper comparison. So how can you compare the two when they're not really together? So I felt like that was probably done differently. I mean, I'm a big fan of conditioning um, where it's not overly done. And I think from the, you know, Jess was very good from the front. 
Obviously, Taya is very good from the front. Um, but I think Taya was a bit harder in the glute hamstrings and just had that conditioning there. But we can speak about, I suppose, what you've seen um, yeah. in the later categories. But um, overall, I think it was a very impressive lineup. Um, Jade looks so dense on stage. I, I mean, she's just got such a wow factor. She opens up in her front pose and it's just, you're drawn to it. If you, because because of obviously coaching these ladies um, with, with Florence and, and Jade, let's say if you were coaching Jade, what do you think she needs to do to go to the top spot? Like what's missing for her? Jade's got everything going with her muscle, her shape, her beauty, her stage presence. The only thing for me, um, I think Jade could be a little bit tighter. And when Jade's tighter, she's trouble for everybody. Um, actually, stage presence-wise, uh, I'd love to see Jade smile a little bit more with her face. Like she had this beautiful, sexy, confident look going on. I think I'd love to see, I don't know, just a little bit more sass maybe. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I, I when I seen the, her come up for the first time as I went backstage and I did say, hey, make sure you smile a little bit more, you know. Yeah. Um, but I did like the fact that her posing was um, – you know, slow, controlled. Yeah, it um, suited. The whole vibe worked for it. It really worked. But, yeah, that's the only thing maybe I'd like to possibly see a little bit different, but she looked incredible. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, I agree. And I, I definitely felt like she was um, improving with her posing and her confidence, as did Florence um, for, the, for the later categories. Um, but we'll, we'll obviously talk about that in a bit. Yeah, I think it's um, also for all of them. They're all first-timers, you know, so the first time oh, you walk out on stage, it's, Literally. Like you know, so like once they all did it and they started getting confident, they're in that first call out, they just confidence started coming up more and more, which is awesome. 100%. What we'll do is we'll go into, because I know that you didn't see that one. Did you see, you, you did see the um, first timer class B category? I did, yes. Okay. So I've clicked on that on, on the Pro League Instagram page here. And we're looking at the list. So we've got, Stephanie Carthy in first. We've got Gemma Matthew, uh, Matthews in second and Jamie uh, Renee Irvine in third. So what did you um, what did you think of this? This one, um, this was interesting. It's funny because a lot of the girls were in all the same categories. It was kind of the same over and over, except um, Gemma actually, you'll see that she's in uh First time as B, she actually got moved to the first um, in the other categories, the novice and the open. She was in A. Really? So yeah. What what happened there? I'm not too sure. I noticed it before on the list when I saw it. I don't know if she was on the cusp of the height. Yeah. They yeah. They, so they, they might have wanted to do an even split, and she was like the last person. But I that's, think so. Yeah. That's kind of an odd thing to happen. But yeah, but Steph, oh, she was beyond impressive. Like when she just opens up in that front pose, her waist, she was so tight. Her, yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I, I agree. I think um, Stephanie was definitely a clear win um, in, in this category. And I did think that um, uh, it's Jamie, right? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie, yeah, Jamie. Yeah. 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 I think, I think uh, she was quite conditioned as well. Um, what would probably, let's say, separate her from you know, going for the top spot, I, I would say because she's a little bit taller, that frame, I think her condition was very good from the front and from the rear. I actually really liked her conditioning from the rear, just a little bit more fullness. Yeah, she had one of the best, um, she was really tight. She was one of the best conditioning, yeah, of the show. So um, I'm, I, I can't recall her coach's name, but I saw I saw him there pretty confident. I, and I think, 
um, I'm not sure about coach, but I think Ness poses her actually. Ness poses her. Okay. Yeah. I was actually quite impressed with her. So um, she did a good job. And yeah, we're in second and I was really happy for Jem. She's had, um, she was very nervous before she went on stage. So um, I was, it was nice to see her walk away. She's a first timer. So yeah, that yeah. was cool for her. Absolutely. Was that, and then your client was in this as well, right? Uh, yeah, she was. Bridie. Bridie. Was yeah. Yeah. I think Bridie, um, I was actually quite impressed with um, with her overall size and flow. Um, she's got a very good structure from the rear, very good structure from the front. And how did you feel about her not being in the top three? Do you think that was justified or do you think? When she first came out, she was very, very nervous. So they did a bit different with the, um, with the routine. So usually the girls come out the back, hit their pose, walk up to the front, do their little bit, whether they get to turn around or not, and then exit. So, um, and Bridie and I only started posing um, not too long ago as well. So she had to walk straight out from the side and it just threw her <laughs> completely. Um, so she's a bit nervous, but yeah, I think her posing let her down um, for that bit and her confidence. And straight away, it was her condition. We worked really hard to get to where she was in the time we had in eight weeks, but I just thought she was a bit softer than the other girls, but I still felt like, yeah, her muscle and her structure is just superior. Yeah. Was yeah. there any was there anyone in this lineup that you thought, you know, maybe missed out on the top three that has potential in the future or someone that you like that stood out? Oh, I suppose my eyes are on Bridie for this one a lot. Um, I would have probably liked to have seen Bridie nearly get into that, but I, looking at the top three there, it was conditioning that missed Bridie out of that. Yeah, I, I do like, I'm a big fan of Bridie. I said that to you like privately. Um, yeah that her structure shape is very good and she's going to, I think that she's going to move up a few spots for going, yeah, the nationals. Yeah. I think it's going to be quite obvious to see that. I wouldn't be surprised if she's really high in the mix, um, but obviously yeah. it depends on what, how they split up the classes and who's competing, et cetera. But okay. I, I, I think that she's got the size and it's really good to see. Um, yeah, what are, what's your thoughts? On Bridie? I know this whole, this lineup. Oh, this lineup. Um, yeah. Like I thought Steph was clear winner. I definitely think. Yeah, I don't think anyone was challenging Steph here. No, not at all. I think it was um, night and day difference. Just the the posing was on point. Um, the conditioning, level of conditioning from the front, level of conditioning on good hamstrings, the balance from top to bottom, not missing a body part. Um, she was just a soldier as well to prep. Like yeah. some ladies do the work and just get it done. And then some pretend like they are and they don't get it done. Steph's just a warrior and just got after it and extremely coachable one of the best attitudes backstage just a friendly person through and through and very oh, humble she's beautiful i met her for the first time she's lovely yeah and that that's what's even you know more impressive you know to see her take out the win and, and to be such a nice person as well I, i'm a big fan of steph um let's go to the next one is that hold on what's this here did they skip a category i'm not sure if they've uploaded this um in order um, I think we got first time as where's, B. Where's where's junior? But they should have junior. They should have juniors and masters here. Uh, where's juniors? Uh, they, have ju they haven't uploaded juniors in it. No, they haven't uploaded juniors. Oh, I, we know we know the placings. I think in that one, don't we? I don't know who was second and third. Um, I know second. I'm not actually. I think it, it was Jade in first. Yes. In second and um. Uh, Gemma Matthews, who was second in that last lineup, she was in third. Okay. How did Bianca look? Yeah, Bianca looked good. So I posed Bianca um, for quite a few weeks um, for that show. 
Uh, but yeah, she looked good. She was lean. She was tight. Um, she's a little bit smaller in comparison to Jade, you know, but she's just um, quite new as well. But um, yeah, I think again, that was a clear win for Jade. Yeah. I, I knew um, as soon as I seen the lineup, well, obviously Jade, you know, plays second to Florence and I was like, all right, juniors is going to be, you know, a clear win for, for Jade quite, I think with her level of development that she has as a junior is very impressive. And just, I knew that she would get a lot of confidence being in the top three for first time as then doing juniors. It's, it's not as daunting doing juniors when you've got such a stacked lineup, you know? Yeah. I mean, mentally going to the show when you've got so many girls that are that competitive, going, wow, I've got to compete against these girls. Then you go into a junior class, you're going to be sweet. So yeah. um, she definitely hit that up and, and did really well. We obviously um, spoke about Gemma as well. And that was Gemma Matthews, right? Yeah, Gemma Matthews. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to remember last names, but I, I remember seeing her backstage and she was quite friendly and nice. Yeah, she's really sweet. With the she has a lot of potential in the future. Gemma's got like she only just like she's a very new twiddle, nice mm. smaller frame, nice small waist. Um, but Gemma in the future, I think, could have a lot of potential as well. Yeah, I, I like her structure. Um, I did see her, you know, the shoulder to waist ratios there. Um, I think could be a bit harder in the rear, the glute hamstrings, yeah, if I'm being picky. And her and her team was a bit off. Yeah, a little bit more density, um, a little bit more time in the gym, and she's gonna do really well to fill out her frame. Um, whereas I think in this junior lineup, Jade has all the size that she needs as a bikini competitor. Like, yeah. I, I I don't even look at Jade and go, oh, you know what? You could use a little bit more belts or you could lose a bit more glutes or I think it's all there. It's just a matter of, um, from my perspective, getting a little bit tighter, focusing on that conditioning. And and when she does get in that better conditioning, got four weeks to nationals, I do see her being very, very dominant in, you know, in a junior lineup and very dominant in an open lineup. I think she's going to be very scary to look at. And Oh, yeah, she's shaped opens now. Yeah. Yes. So um, obviously we're we'll probably doing – what was that? If you, want, if you win state, yeah. are you out for novice and everything for – Oh, no, sorry. So if you're – let's say if you win if you win novice, right, um, you can do novice at nationals because you can then go for to be a novice national champion if you want. So, ah, okay. so Florence – even though Florence won open, she can still do novice at, at the, this for this season. Yeah. But after that, she's done. But I believe if you're a junior and if you win a a class as a junior, you can still enter novice as a junior. I think that's the, it's, it's a weird rule where. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. You're the one that told me about that. Was it, was that you that was telling me about that? Yeah, I told you, but I wasn't aware of it before. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. And then, yeah, that's right. We had that conversation, but um. We can get we can get to that a bit in a little bit as well. So we're happy with the the junior lineup. Let's go to the, the hold on. Did they upload masters here? No, they didn't. Oh, they missed masters as well. God. Right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They hold missed on. a little bit. Okay, so we'll we'll you know what we'll message the we'll message them and say hey, listen, you you guys need to upload um, <laughs> the masters and also need to upload juniors. Do you remember so, the masters? I didn't quite see masters. I know that Jessie um, Zhang, the one in the green bikini, she yeah. she won Masters, but I can't recall who was second and third because when Masters was on, I Jessie was. Was yeah. Isn't, isn't she? Or am I tripping? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pretty confident, yeah. The one that won um, opens? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm not like tripping. Yes. <laughs> Just showing Troy a photo. Oh my god! Wow, she looks like 
not even like she looks like a junior. She's I beautiful. Think, I think, yeah, she looks very young, which is good because you want to look young. But I believe she's only 35 to my knowledge. Wow, that's amazing. That looks very young for 35, which is I can imagine when she's 40, 50. Yeah, she's, she's beautiful. She's got really good genetics. Um, but yeah, she won masters. Uh, I can't recall some second and third because I was I was running backstage to help out the girls in between categories. So um I can't recall. So sorry um, for the ladies that did place in that second, third spot. But what we can do is we can move on to the next division, which was the Bikini Novice A. So this is something that you can talk about because you were there. Yeah. Yes, so, I was here. This was good. Go Team Destroy. Clean up. <laughs> so we have uh, Florence in first, Jade in second, and Tao's third. So that's obviously all the ladies that I prepped for the show. And, um, yeah, what were your thoughts on it? So. It's actually, it's, it's difficult for me as a coach to say, hey, this, these are my thoughts. And I did get a bunch of questions that we can perhaps answer after we've had this discussion in terms of what, um, you know, the audience wanted to know specifically. Yeah, um, I'm so happy to see my girl Florence win. Like, she works so hard. She's the most humble, beautiful soul. And she just, she loves this, you know. She worked every day. She didn't complain once. She just genuinely loves every part of the process. Um, but with all these girls, all three are insane. You know, mm. it could go either way, depending on who he brings it the most on the day, you know, yeah. and I feel like they've got their own, all got their own strengths. Yeah, it is. Um, It is interesting because like they, I suppose in the first time a category, they had Taylor and Jade next to each other. So yeah. Jade obviously got second. I'm assuming Taylor was fourth in that category. So based on that, it was all, almost automatic that this placing was going to happen um, because in the past, that's that's how they've um, really done it was. um. Was there any new additions in this novice category that wasn't in the first time is that you were aware of that was, hey, that, that I like that girl? Uh, are we trying to these placing? Because, like, Taylor yeah. wasn't in. This is Taylor's first placing, yeah? Yeah, it, it was. But um, there was also, um, there was a, there was a couple of girls that, oh, hold on. Was that, um, we're talking about that um, gold bikini. Was she in yeah, the short or the Was she, she might have been in the short or the tall. I, I forget. There were so many damn bikini girls. She was in B. Um, we'll talk about her in a second. I thought she was really good, but I wish we knew her name. I want her to know. Yeah, I um, I probably follow her, yeah. but for some reason I can't think of her name. But I did say hey to her when you know, like I, like I mentioned before, because I um, I definitely felt like she was overlooked. So she had pro level conditioning, and she wasn't overly muscular, so it didn't look. And and the, and that's the that's the point that I want to emphasize. You know, obviously bikini is subjective, but I do agree with you, Nay, and I think that she had pro level conditioning, and what. You know, what do we mean by pro-level conditioning? We're talking about clear glute hamstring separation. We're not talking about, you know, deep nice striations. Hamstrings. Yeah. Nice hamstrings. And and not deep striations in the glutes. Yeah. She was lacking, um, I was in upper body. She was lacking like a bit more of like that B taper, but that could be a posing error as well. I do um, think she- that, yeah, from the rear, it looked like she could have probably spread the lats a little bit more, maybe the legs a bit more wide apart to create an X frame. But that's just being super picky. But for her not to get, yeah. you know, in the that's top cool. call out, have seen her when I feel she like if got a call out you know for being super conditioned it would have been cool to see her get one I, th- I, th- I think so because um well I guess we'll we might as well move on to the um the novice b category and talk about that specifically because she's in that category I would easily have her in the top call out yeah absolutely I, I think it was it would only be fair to have her in the mix to to be compared at least and so the results were so first place, uh, this is Bikini Novice B. First place is Jesse Zhang. Uh, Steph uh, Carthy was in second. 
and then your client Bridey was in third. So uh, this category here, I'm going to say that you know, I I did disagree with the decision. Um, yeah, it's definitely a clear win for me here. Yeah, I think it was a clear win. Just the level of conditioning, the overall balance and flow. I do think Jesse Zhang's got beautiful structure. Um, the shoulder yeah. waist ratio, the structure there is is amazing. But what I felt like to me gave gave Steph the edge was the upper body to lower body balance and density, the conditioning from top to bottom, especially in the rear shots. Obviously, we're looking at the front pose here um, on the Pro League page, and you can see the level of density that Steph has um, versus the uh, eventual winner. And that was in the front pose. In the rear shot, it was actually a little bit more, even more obvious in the glute hamstring density and condition. And I do think that Jessie did pose quite well. I think she had a very nice walk. I do think that she has her strengths, but in terms of, you know, yeah, she had a nice glute pop too, really small waist, which stood out. Yeah, absolutely. From the yeah, in her front pose, she had a lot of glute. Yeah, not not as much in the rear. Comparison. Yeah, not as much in the rear, and I think that was probably a bit more lower glute development versus just needing a little bit more conditioning in the glute hamstring area, which I felt like um, needs to be looked at from a judging point of view, in my opinion, when you're looking at shows, it's like success leaves clues and you're looking at the Olympia. And I think a really good example of, uh, I've got a brain fart now. Oh no, no, I don't. Jazzy. So Jazzy Fresh, I want to talk about her for a second. This is a really good example. So in her first, I think it was her first ever Olympia. She was in the top 10, right? She was like in the eighth or ninth spot. Right. And yeah. she had a really good glute hamstring conditioning. Isn't a very good poser. Um, I feel like she has her own style. She's a bit flashy. There might be some small things that could be that I that some people may not like, but I actually like her energy oh, and I the way that she poses. I, like, I, I see her Jazzy. as sorry, what was that? Like everything for Jazzy is perfect for her. You know, there is things like I wouldn't ever do myself or teach the girls, but that's because it's Jazzy, you know, like the things she does, it suits her personality. It it she owns it. You know, yeah, she, she owns, owns it. Everything. Perfect. I love everything. And for me, like she's definitely one of my favorite poses in, you know, the pro league at the yeah, Olympia level. Best. She's one of the best. Her confidence, her, yeah, no, she's amazing. And, you know, the reason why I'm bringing her up is that let's say at the Olympia, she, you know, she got, I can't recall if it was eighth or ninth, but she was in that position in the top 10. And then she did compete last year and her placing slipped dramatically. And the reason why her placing slipped was because of the overall conditioning and particularly noticeable in not just in the in the front pose, but the glute hamstring. So if you've got an, an Olympian who's off by maybe 10, maybe 20%, I don't know, it wasn't that 10 to 20% range, which is not a lot. She's getting completely pushed to the fourth or fifth call out, not even being looked at. So when we're judging a novice class or even first timers or an open class in Australia, we need to apply that same standard. When someone is as balanced as Steph Carthy, literally has all the body parts there from top to bottom, complete development, has very good conditioning. And if I'm being super picky, I would actually say that I would like to see a little bit, just a smidge tighter in the glute hamstrings for a national level competition. Just from the rear, that's the only Just from the rear. Like, but, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm saying that, and she was probably the most conditioned overall in this category. Maybe uh, uh, the yellow bikini was roughly the same, if not a little bit tighter. But the point is, is that Steph was a standout in this category. And I'm saying can be a little bit tighter for Olympia level conditioning. So when we're judging this, why is someone that's not even, you know, comparable to Steph in conditioning being rewarded and doesn't have the density as well? So my problem um, from a coaching point of view is we need some consistency that reflects the Olympia standard judging, which is, hey, if you're off by 10, 20%, you're, you're a top 10 Olympian and you go all the way to the fourth or fifth call out. Why isn't that happening 
at a local level show. And that's something that I believe can be reflected and reviewed on and spoken about. I don't know how the judges do discuss the placings and review and say, did we get this right? Did we get this wrong? What are your thoughts? But for me, this was one of those decisions that I do think needs to be reviewed and considered for those reasons. Um, I do think that there needs to be consistency, not just in the New South Wales show, obviously with the shows coming up as well. And I'll do a wrap up of those shows and, and give my opinion. But um, I do feel like uh, that's something very important. But let's let's leave that for now. And I want to talk about your client, Bridie, who placed third. I actually was, um, I know that we we're discussing, uh, I saw you like maybe it was, a, I don't know, six weeks out or something with the show. I, I noticed that you proposed. I was like, who is this woman, right? I was like, yeah. love the structure, love the shape. And I said to you, she's going to be dangerous. And I know that you took her on sort of, you didn't do, a, a, let's say, a long prep with her or a full prep with her. Yeah, it's under eight weeks. I think you've done a really good job with her. And I think her shape is really nice. And obviously her posing is pretty good. So um, what were your thoughts on the third place for Bridie here? I was I was really happy with that, to be honest. I could have, I possibly would have liked to have seen Bridie in second here, purely on muscle development and her shape and her overall look. Um if we are going to have conditioning like Bridie, especially from the rears, we're all lacking a little bit. Um, but like at the same time, I was like, Steph wins from the rear here too. You know, she was tight. Um, yeah, and no, I don't know. Look, I'm just stoked to see her in there because we really, really grinded to get to where she was. Like yeah. it was very impressive. I think a Bridie in condition is a huge threat to many. Yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't have had a problem seeing her push up because I'm a fan of if you, let's say if you aren't in the best condition or let's say that standard that we're just talking about, then you need to have the density, the shape. So yeah. if you, do, if you, and obviously Bridie has the density, she has the shape, she's got pretty good posing. So when you, uh, let's say you've got a little bit of room for improvement in conditioning, it's like, all right, do you have that pro size density? And I think Bridie does have that pro size density. We're kind of trying to downsize a little bit. She's just got so much muscle. She's been training for over eight years. Mm. Didn't know anything about the competing world, anyone of it, nothing about it. And she just decides to do a show. Um, and here she is. <laughs> that makes sense now. Eight years of training. That's where the density came from. Because I, I, I really like her glute density from the rear and her glute shape. Yeah. Um, and just her overall X-frame and taper. So, ladies, you heard it here. Watch out for Bridie at Nationals. And, um, <laughs> yeah, they're coming. Absolutely. So, that yeah, I, I really did wish I knew that yellow bikini's name. But I want to talk about her. She needed, to yes. be in the, she needed to be in this top call out, um, was not in the top call out. And I remember I like, was sort of like, oh yeah, second call out's coming, you know? And then I, I, I saw the rear shot and I pointed it out to her. I said, look at that. Cause we're sitting next to each other for, for this um, yeah. category. And, Perfect and-, and I thought, geez, I'm like, she got overlooked. And then as she's posing, I'm like, oh, maybe the front pose isn't as good. That's something we discussed. Then hits the front pose, really good quad separation, really good glute separation really looks nice in the front post. And I thought, how can you not have her in the top call out? And, and her hair. She was so, she had a good look. She had this beautiful, like curly sort of like almost Afro. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like, um, you know, she had a very unique look to her. And even when I did uh, say, Hey, I, I thought she was pretty backstage as well. Or not backstage, but sort of offstage. Um, and, and her partner was very proud of her as well. And I thought she definitely got overlooked and, and this is something that I will say is I, I, I call it like I see it, whether someone's a client or not. And I, I make sure that everyone gets perspective on, you know, my honest opinion on the way that I like to view things, but needed to be in the top call out, needed to be compared to the top three. I think if she wasn't going to be in the top three, at least give her an opportunity to be compared 
and she wasn't given an opportunity to be compared. Like, let's for context, she wouldn't have looked at a place next to a Steph Carthy. No. You know? Because they I would they were very close um to each other in terms of conditioning. And I think that they would have looked good next to each other, um, which could have influenced the placing a bit more. But if you're not giving someone an opportunity to be in a top call out, then it, it makes it difficult to compare and to see um what we're like well, obviously what you and I see. Now, I believe the judges, it's like I don't want to speak for the judges, but this is the only way that I could justify that is they may have seen her too hard for the category, which what I thought yeah and I think she was just she was like yeah it stood out like it really did so I just don't uh, I, I honestly just don't see how she was too hard for the category and like I would what, like to have a look at her I feel like we were too busy focusing on our girls and the top call out and then we were just like wow who is that in the back <laughs> yeah in the back. I, I looked at her from the front I had a good look at her when I when I as soon as I saw her and I was surprised like Sometimes as a judge, you could be like, this is the top call out, right? And this is why you do a second call. And you, you can make a mistake and go, oh, wow, I missed out on this yellow bikini, right? So like, all right, we're going to do the top call out again and we're going to put her in because we made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's her type of physique deserved that. Like, yeah. And sometimes people can get overlooked. I understand, you know, I have been on the judging panel before, but I think the right call in that situation is to go, we need to have a look at this girl again because we clearly missed something here. Some for whatever reason we um we missed out on it, but we're gonna make it right and put her in the call out and we're gonna circle girls around to see, you know, is she in the top three or is she sort of in the top five? Um, but at least give her that opportunity. So um I would love to see her do nationals. Um I hope she does do nationals because because although the quality people find out who we're talking about because she's yeah. I yeah, I wish I knew her name, damn it. But um, <laughs> I thought she was very impressive. So, um, you know, uh, this is, uh, oh, you know, my other client was in this as well, Janine. Oh, I liked her. I really liked her. In think the, she, was so she was overlooked as well. She was, uh, she, like, we discussed this, right? Her front yeah. pose, and it sounds like we're just shitting on people, but, or might sound <laughs> that way. And that's not the intention. The intention is discussing openly. I think it was hard. It was a really amazing standard. You know, there was so many good girls and you're like, oh, like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I just felt like her front pose was very dense, really good ab conditioning. She's a pretty girl, looked really good on stage. Um, she was on the outside of the top call out. Um, it was kind of like yeah. a Taya, it was, it was like a Taya pick events issue where Taya was on in the first time, was, was on the outside of the top call out and wasn't moved in. And mm. when they, I suppose, there isn't a someone well, I subjective. That. I can stay on the end in the first call out. The first timers. I she wasn't moved in the, in the t- in the middle. Yeah, in the t- or let's say within a top three comparison. So when yeah. when a judge generally does that, like I suppose it's interesting because you're almost leading the judges and saying, "Hey, this is what we're looking at for the top three. It mm-hmm. and and it, you know, obviously as coaches and as as a, a pro athlete, you know exactly what they're doing. Some people in the audience may not know what they're doing, but we do. And it's important to get a proper look in. And you know, there are judges on the panel. For that reason to go, oh, what about what about Taya over there? Or what about Janine over there? Like, let's see how she looks next to if we're not sure about her being in the, you know, let's say the top two, let's actually put her to third place. Let's let's switch her next to a third place option and actually get a comparison to see who is actually third. Um, but not the way that I would uh, I definitely don't agree with the judging in that regard. I think that thing there was a few athletes that were overlooked um from my perspective and um 
I do respect the judges, so I will, I'll leave it like that. And it's just a d- disagreement in a, in, a, in opinion. Um, let's go to the the next category, which is. Hold on, sorry, I clicked on that one. That's the wrong one. Image. Uh, the next image. Oh, here we go. So the bikini. No, not this day. No, that's not this day. You know why? It's the same damn photo. Hold on. You know why I'm clicking on the wrong thing? Because they didn't actually upload it, did they? Well, they wrote. Oh, hold on. They wrote the same thing twice. That's why I was confused. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. So they did the same caption twice, um, but it was actually bikini open A. So you got Florence in first, second is Jade Adard, and third Tapic events. Now. This is good. This was really good. This was um one of the questions that actually got. We'll talk about the questions in a bit, but um the interesting thing about this was that um Jess, who had the red hair. Um, who placed third in the first timer category? Um, beat Taylor. Now they put Taylor. Pardon me. Day, two people, two girls that both Bridie and Taylor, two girls who weren't in the top three, went from top call out into a placing. Yeah. So Taylor switched places with Jessia, and yeah, let's let's have a probably let's have a discussion about that. What were your thoughts on what you seen? So we're watching the four, probably like Florence, Jade, Taya, and Jess, all in your top four positionings. And I feel like watching Jess from the front, she was strong. Um, but then Taya was just owning it. You couldn't be like, it was mind-blowing that Taya wasn't, you know, at originally in that first top three. So just watching them. But then once they went to the rear, that is where Taya had it over Jess, in my opinion, for there. Yeah, I um, I agree. I thought that Taya was overlooked in the first time a category. And I think a lot of people, and these are the questions that I've received on Instagram, a lot of people are of the understanding that, you know, if you have a certain placing in, you know, if you're doing multiple categories, that that's just the way the placing is going to be for the additional categories, which is something that I thought would be the case. And that's what has been the case for, for the most part in the IFB Pro League. I but think here, they had definitely improved, but it wasn't that dramatically, you know? There was, yeah, there was an hour between roughly probably the first timers and open. And I think that Taya did improve a little bit. You can see the conditioning was just slightly better, um, maybe a little bit fuller, just pumped up a bit more. But I, I think that she was in the top three regardless in the first time, as, as I mentioned, and then was upgraded. So what what do I think happened here? You know, that was one of the questions I got on Instagram, was that I think the judges recognized that they made a mistake. And they're like, oh, hold on a second, Taya's actually a lot better than we thought. And then they moved her in the middle, dead center. So yeah. they didn't I even- actually- I thought Tay was going to take over for a minute there. Yeah, and um, it, 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 cool did, it, did, look, it did look that way. Honestly, it did look that way. I'm very happy with, obviously, the girls on the team, but all three of them. Oh, of but it did look like they were favouring Taya and they put her dead centre in the middle. And I thought, are they going to – I'm like, we're discussing it. I'm like, are they rejudging this? That's something that we did discuss when we're watching yeah. it. And like, I, thought, I think it was just Jade and Taya. They were going back and forth as well. Yeah, I thought I just thought they were rejudging it, and I was like, "This is really interesting." So, um, they obviously did rejudge it. Taylor lands in third. I think that the the placings, you know, with these three girls could be easily alternated, as they're all very impressive. We all have their strengths and weaknesses, but I, I think this was 100% solid. The top three, but quite clearly, I think that this needed to be this way, in my opinion, for the first timers as well. It didn't happen that way, but they obviously made the adjustments for open and. For context, you know, can you improve significantly in a matter of an hour or two on stage? No, no, you, you can't. You can actually improve a little bit. You might sweat out a little bit of water, 
you might get a little bit fuller if you're pumping up or if you eat something. Um, but the difference in conditioning isn't going to be significant as a bikini competitor is going to be significant, you know, in a, in an open class, probably, um, if you're a bodybuilder, a little bit different because you can sweat a lot as a bodybuilder. Yeah. You, you change quickly as a bodybuilder. Hey, um, but that was a, that was something that a lot of people did ask about, um, which, um, was quite, I it was quite refreshing to see. I was actually happy to see that. For sure. And I think like, you know, the other things, I think Florence's up on a lot was her density and like her, her delts, her glutes and her conditioning and her stage presence. Like, I feel like that's what got her in that spot, you know? Yeah. I think when Florence hit her front pose, the conditioning in her, in a glute was very obvious. It was just like, boom, there's a lot of glute in that front pose. There's a lot of conditioning in that front pose, which to me, when she hit that shot, I was drawn to it and I was looking at that crazy glute hang and that conditioning and photos don't do her justice. And that's something that I did discuss with Florence no, as well. They don't. They don't. It's, um, it's like a, it's a 2D photo. When you're there in person, you just see a lot of round muscle on her, on her frame, that, that 3D looking glute in the transitions, um, in that front pose, it's just hanging off her and um, really good midsection conditioning. But for some reason, the photos I feel like didn't catch her that um you can definitely see the photo i'm looking at of the pro league right now of the three yeah. girls morris is just standing there straight she said to me she's like oh i didn't know how to hug them both and pose at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of just stood there but um yeah, yeah so that's um that's 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 florence but they're the, all the three girls look pretty happy there which is good to see um was there anyone else in that short class that you um, thought was um cool to talk about like those three girls are definitely the top three to me. I did really like Jess as well. Um, I was impressed. I was impressed by Jess, to be honest. Yeah, I was. She, and she had a beautiful, beautiful face, beautiful head to toe, really. Um, and it was just that, like, and I, I know it would have really um, sucked for her to feel like she got knocked out of that top three, but it was just, yeah. you know, things just started changing a little bit there, which um, happens. But who else was in it, Troy? Well, you know what? Actually, I, I do. I do want to. No, she was in the um, class B. So I actually want to talk about Jess for a second. You know what? I did like her bikini, but the, you know the problem that I had was is that I think off stage, this is like, um, this is like a positive criticism. Off stage, her red hair is cool as hell. On stage, I'm not sure if it's the right selection. I loved her bikini color, but not with the red hair. I think if you're going to keep the red hair, if you're going to check this out, Nae, right? If you're going to keep the red hair on stage. You can rock it, but you need to wear a black bikini. I was actually gonna say I'd like to see her in a black bikini. I reckon that would look really good. Yeah. So Jess, um, if you're not if you're not hating on, <laughs> on on my constructive criticism, I would strongly recommend if you're keeping the red hair, rock the red hair, be different, but wear get a black bikini because it's gonna be more contrasting for you. And you'll be looked at favorably with that black bikini because it's it, it'll help your red hair. Trust me. Yeah, I think the red, I don't know if it's just the stage lighting. Her red looks a little bit brighter here. I remember I saw her at the gym just before and she got it done. Um, it was a bit of a deeper red, and I loved that. It's what I really liked. It a little bit deeper. Um, I don't know if it just faded a bit before show, or it's just the stage lights. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I agree. So I love that suit, though. It is actually stunning. But I'd love to see her wear black. That'd yeah, really- it would. It would be. It would go with that hair big time. Um, because that suit was cool. If you had dark hair, if you had, if she had black hair with that suit, boom, perfect. But with the yeah, red hair, it doesn't go with it. Jess, though, Jess has always had red hair forever. You she know? Has. So yeah, she has. She had it for, yeah, just everything I've ever seen of her, her wedding day, everything. It's always red. That's cool. But yeah, get a black bikini for nationals. If you're doing mm-hmm. nationals, I'm sure she would be doing it, but 100% black. 
Um, let's go to, are they, did they upload another photo? They didn't of the, um, the open class B. Or am I just tripping? Oh, no, they did. Sorry, hold on. Oh, no, it says open A. Here we go. Yep. So um, it's a repeat of the novice placings. So Jesse in first, Steph in second, third is priority. We obviously did speak about this extensively. One thing that I actually wanted to, that I, one competitor that I, we didn't speak about before was M Chester's. So, yeah, I was, I was just about to bring her up for the tall, for the yeah. novice, not B. B. Yeah, yeah she, was in, she was in novice B and she was in open B and um, of, uh, did she win an open class last year? Um, I think she won juniors last year or maybe our first timers, first timers and juniors possibly. I'm not too sure. I know she won. So I know I'm she won. A, yeah, she did. She won a couple. I think she might've won at least two. I'm not sure if she won an open class, but she, any, anyway, uh, M Chester was not in the top three. Um, what were your thoughts on M's physique? When M walked out from the front, M looked really good. Me and you said that when she walked out, we said, yeah. oh, she looks good. Mm -hmm. Um and even for me, I was like, oh, that's a threat for us, you know. Um, and then the girls started moving around in the lineup. I think um, a little bit of M's weakness uh, in this lineup in particular was just from the rear. Yeah. And is that, can you talk about conditioning? Um, a little bit, both a bit of conditioning and size. Yeah. I think um, M's got beautiful shape and structure. I just think she just needs a bit more time for this more muscle. More time to fill out. Yeah. She does have a beautiful structure. And when she did hit that front pose, I know we were chatting like, oh, that actually looks a lot better than I thought it would. Um, the conditioning was good from the front. The midsection looked really nice. But yeah, it lacks a little bit of density. Might have even been a little bit flat, I think. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. When you're that tall, you got to push the carbs a bit to make sure that you fill yeah, out. But need it. <laughs> I think with her, um, I'm assuming she's going to do nationals because she competed last year in season a and then didn't do the national show so is she going to do the same yeah, thing and not do nationals i think um i'm not too sure i haven't spoke to her but um yeah also, I, look at me, I hope she comes back because mm. she can make some good changes i think in the next four weeks like you can make a lot of changes in four weeks and you know it just depends on what she wants to do i suppose but we'll um yeah we'll see what happens there is there i'm thinking it was that was that and then obviously yellow bikini was in that category as well which i love <laughs> we like yellow bikini Absolutely, conditioning wise, absolutely. I think she was um awesome. And that was I wish probably we had photos. I can't, I can't remember exactly everyone. I'm sorry if I've missed you. There was, it was a really good caliber. Yeah, it was. Oh, you know what we can do? Let's um go to some of the questions here that I've got on Instagram. Hey, and some of these are stupid, and I might as well just answer. We'll just we can ask. I can answer them anyway, right? <laughs> so one question here. This is a decent question. What could have uh, change Taya's third place to first place. So let's say if we're just judging the um, the open category, you know, what do you think? So I would say one thing first off, actually, to make it easier for your nay, is I'd say different judging panel. You know, different judges could perceive things differently and and go and go. Yep, you know what? We've got actually, you know, Taya in first, or we have Jade in first, or you know, whatever it is. So I think that's one thing. Um, what could actually have Taya done to? It's, it's difficult for me to comment on this because I've got all three in the lineup. What are your thoughts? Um, for me, I think, like I said, it's, as I've said before, I was like, they've all got their own strengths um, and where they could have it over each other. Um, but for me, I think Taya with a little bit more development and um, density, which is just going to take a bit more time. She's just going to get more and more killer, you know. I think Florence might have just had a bit more in the delts and the glutes and conditioning. 
Taya, just that bit more muscle mass to me and a tiny bit tighter, well, yeah, that could really push her up to first place. Yeah, well, that's something that we're going to do. Actually, I'm not going to discuss strategy. We're not, awesome. we're, we're not going to dis- discuss strategy on here, but um, we're going to bring, because um, I have a different way that I view bikini and I actually try to educate people a lot on, on my thoughts and ideas, but why would I need to educate the competition, hey? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like now it's like, um, it's interesting. Some people don't appreciate the honest and authentic advice like hey this is what i do to build these girls in australia like i i believe i'm the best and this is what i do to create the best and to help the best but if you guys don't want to take it some people do actually appreciate the advice and some people hate on it so it's like all right i will uh let people hate from a distance and and not give that advice and they can be watching from the the nosebleeds as they say (laughs) the next question is I'm not going to, oh, that's a dumb question. I'm not going to say that on here. Okay. So based off variety and Jade's physiques, were the judges looking for fuller girls? So I probably, I'm going to answer this first. So I'd say, no, it's not about fullness because clearly if you look at the bikini um, open uh, B class, they weren't rewarding fullness because obviously Jesse Zhang was quite light in density. And that's an example of that not actually happening so the judges i believe would just judge who's the best in that category totally on the day awesome. and it's just like who's got the most ticks based on what the requirements and the criteria are although i didn't agree with some of the decisions um i'm not going to like go into detail about that like as, as, as more detail on air but it's it is a subjective a subjective sport and if um if for example if they were rewarding fullness on the day florence wouldn't have won because jade's obviously yeah. a lot fuller um then then florence but florence had you know very good balance flow posing jade a good posing but obviously florence had jade in the conditioning department so if they're rewarding fullness then jade certainly would have won if, if they were doing that um and, and i think because bridey only just slipped in there you know and she slipped in based on all her other strengths you know i wouldn't yeah yeah she yeah she exactly the structure the the fullness but was in third I mean, it wasn't third in both categories, right? In the yeah. novice and open. Yeah. So I think that the judges weren't looking at that. It is very impressive when you see someone with complete full development as Bridie does have. And as Jade yeah, does have. Doesn't have much weaknesses at all. We need to yeah, I, I, I don't even think she has a weakness. No, Real, she doesn't. It's just conditioning and, and posing. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. To clarify, when I say it doesn't have a weakness, I'm talking about for the ladies listening, you know, flow, proportion, development. Um. So there was like another question here. What were your thoughts on the top three? We obviously did discuss that. I think that some people that watched it on Instagram probably um, could have seen things, you know, tossed up, which is fine. This is an interesting question. So why was there no overall? Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. But look, we know Florence would have won the overall. <laughs> like, like she won two of the categories. Um, oh, three. She won three, yeah. Three, three, my bad. You're three. Yeah, you know what? Okay, so check this out, right? Obviously, I'm a, like I'm going to be somewhat biased, but I also like I want my girls to win. But I did think Steph obviously won the the, the B class. I would have loved. Oh, sorry, seeing Steph. No, but she, but she wasn't. Yeah, but she wasn't though. That wouldn't have happened because she would have been against yeah. Florence. Would have been against uh, Jesse Zhang, and yes. Florence, I believe, would have beat her. But I would have loved to have seen Steph versus Florence. And the truth That's is, really is cool. that I don't know who could have won that because I would need to see a comparison. 
Yeah, that would be interesting. I would have liked that. Right. They're both super impressive. Because good condition, both got good posing. Um, both really humble girls too. Like they're both really nice. Yeah, so that'd be, I can imagine both of them being in an overall and being happy for one or the other winning. And, and that's what it's about, having good team vibes, team culture. And, you know, you can be competitive and you can be a savage, but you can have respect for one another. And that's what I think like- the girls have. I think you guys have to remember that at the end of the day. Like, it is a competition, but we're all doing this together. You know, a lot mm. of people don't understand what we do. Um, so it's really nice to have friends in this sport. Yeah, and it is a small industry. So, you know, be kind to people and have and keep friends and don't be a hater. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the next question here, this is an interesting one. So this is, this is actually a hard one to answer. Maybe we can start with you. This is hard. So who do you think the best poser on the day was? Oh, hands down for me, uh, both Florence and Taylor, just different. Yeah, you, yeah. it's a, it's a coin flip, right? Yeah, I yeah think, it's kind of styles. Ooh, okay, so yeah, I mean, what I really like about Florence is she just has this. It's like a level of confidence, like an aura on stage where she's just very feminine. She is, yeah. You know, she's. Feminine, sexy, spicy. It's a nice little combination. It's yeah. It's a level of confidence and femininity, and it's it's hard to articulate, but it's very impressive. And when she walks out, it is very drawn to her. Like the um, like my eyes were drawn to Florence when she walks out. I was like, oh wow, this is actually quite impressive. Um, you know, the all the posing that she did definitely paid dividends with obviously with you, and just the confidence that she has in herself and. I was very impressed as a first time I seeing her do her thing. I mean, she's put I, in a lot of work. Like we've figured out it's been pretty much exactly a year since we started. Um, you know, and I have a lot of girls come through now and they're either really hard on themselves or think they're not very good or they want to look like Florence. Now all the girls are talking about Florence when they come in, but they don't realize what went into that, you know, her time, her dedication. And it's not just me, you know, I can only teach her the tools from there, instruct her, but you need, they need to put in the practice as well. You know, she's absolutely, she and, videos and videos. you know what, as well, just, just thinking about it, like I've just had him um, triggered my mind. She was actually posing for the ladies that are listening, right? Because everyone's like, oh, Florence posed really well. The ladies that are listening, uh, uh, Nay and I actually changed her front pose to the opposite side. She was actually practicing all this time, probably for what, 10 months at least, maybe yeah. more. We, she only had probably six weeks of practicing was, on. I, don't, I think it was less. It was like it was less? Four, four weeks out. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I, I said to, we're having a discussion. I think, you know what it was? Florence sent me a photo of her, like, um, and I was just like, hmm. Sorry? It was a mirror selfie she put on a story, I think. And she yeah, was it, like, uh, sorry, it was that. Yeah, it was a mirror selfie in the story. And I looked at it and I thought, shit, we've uh, overlooked something here. And sometimes yeah. as a coach does, and that's why you got to pay attention to your clients, right? And, yeah. and and then I was like, can you, I'm like, Florence, can you send me how you look? Um, <laughs> with that side posing. And then she did. And I said, you know, I changed the lighting, this, that. And I thought, wow, that actually looks really good. And then yeah, I remember I had a discussion with you. That was a big trusting the process thing for her as well. Mm. You know, that stressed her. She got a bit upset at the time. Um, we were posing on one side because Florence's glutes were more dominant. Her legs looked bigger on one side rather than the other. Because mm. we did originally try both sides. Um, and then when you want us to try the other, we're in this stage where Florence had just started dieting down, but her muscle hadn't started popping yet. So she felt like she looked skinny. She was self-conscious on her other side, um, but it made her waist look a lot better because on one side, Florence's ribs stick out a little bit more than the other. So we were able to pull her midsection a lot tighter on her yeah. other side. It was, 
it, yeah, it was, it was the best call for her. And the fact that she practiced, you know, for let's say 11 months on that one side and we made the last one to call, Hey, we got to, you need to change, get used to the other side. Boom. It, it made a big difference. And I, I believe that was probably the reason, one of the reasons why she, why the judges would have selected her as the winner is that oh, compose. Absolutely. It was a game changer. And then, because even her foot placement, we ended up having it. Yeah, it just made her legs look beautiful, her glutes. And then once everything started popping, that was 100% in. Yeah, just that gnarly glute separation at the top. I, I agree. And so That's the question was that. Yeah, that yeah. she was so trained in her posing by then that she was able to swap and feel confident, you know? Absolutely. Going back to the best pose of the day question. So we said, so you said, obviously, um, we said Florence. And then we said Taya was obviously very good too. Um, and Renee obviously posed. Taya and Renee, obviously we, we love Renee's posing. Yes. And I thought that one thing that I liked about Taya is that she battled. Oh yeah. Like, she was a battler. It was, she battled her way into that position. It was great. So we had a, um, I might as well just share, share a quick story. So the first time a category came out and, um, you know, uh, Taya didn't get a top three placing. And to be honest, as I'm very competitive as everyone knows, and I, I was very, I don't know what the word is, upset, um, upset, maybe angry, not at Taya because Taya is a legend. I was just upset at the judging. That's what it was more than anything. And I was dis I felt disappointed for her because I know the level of effort and dedication and commitment that she has. And I thought that needs to be rewarded. And mm -hmm. I didn't think it was the right decision at the time. So I was like, fuck, I've got all these girls on stage. I've got to run backstage. And I had a conversation with Taya. And it was really cool to see like that, that conversation helped me understand her mindset a little bit more. And it really helped confirm my thoughts already that she's like a, a legit, a legit bikini competitor, like a, a true champion mindset mentality, because she'd, instead of cowering away and being all shy on stage and going, oh, the results of the way they are, she came out as good as opposing was in the first time category, because it was, it was truly, she was even that little bit more aggressive in the novice and open. And by the time the open came around, she was crushing the comparisons and really pushing the line, agreeing, being aggressive, really confident. Her and Jade actually was like, they were battling it out on stage. And I thought that was awesome to see because obviously, you know, I'm in both of their ears saying, this is what I'd like you to do. And it, I was so impressed with her championship mentality and her level of fuck it, I'm going to do this and I'm going to perform at my best no matter what. And that's what she did. And it stood out to me. And, uh, you know, so many people get disheartened when they walk away with not in the top three. And that's why I say it's not over, you know, and she proved that. So she, she did. Saw, yeah. Once I saw that happen to Taya, when she got back into that top three, I ran back out to Bridie because she was so nervous after mm -hmm. her first showing and she was a bit disheartened that she didn't get in the top three. And I ran back to her, I was like, you go out there, you pose, you be confident, you fucking own it. And she did. And she got back into the top three as well, same as Taylor. Yeah. And I want to say, actually, because um, obviously you mentioned uh, the two girls there. In the open category, I felt like Jade and Taylor were really posing well in the comparisons. That was hard. That you, Yeah, them two I could have had either way. Right? Like they were really battling it. Like they, were, <laughs> they were really battling it out. And keep in mind that you know, to their knowledge and to everyone else's knowledge, the judging's possibly done. The places aren't going to change. But Jade was extremely competitive. It was like, no, nah, I'm going to pose like a boss. Taya was extremely competitive. I'm going to pose like a boss. Both of them. Were just killing it in the middle too. Yeah, both of them were fighting for, for, for like the, the first time on stage. But 
the fact that they wanted to showcase and present their best no matter what, even though they thought the decision was the decision, the outcome was there. They wanted to have fun and they wanted to be competitive and really push it to work better for their nationals package. And I thought they did that. And um, it was kind of weird, the, um, the open, they put Florence on the opposite side, didn't they? Like they didn't yeah, have her in the middle. And I was like, wait a minute. But then I realized they were comparing second and third. Yeah, I think that's what I, they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I think that's what they were doing there. But um, yeah, it was. I want to mention in the first times, it was hard because I do think Jess really did deserve a placing. You know, from the front, like I really liked her. You know, it was just that the rear for those girls for me. Yeah, the rear, the rear really showed um, it for me as well. I think that was yeah. um, that made it obvious. This, when you go into the side booty pop, and like Taya's side booty pop really stood out it's to me. Crazy, isn't it? Um, and obviously, like Florence had a really good conditioning. Um, Jade's very full in the glutes in that side booty pop too. And then you hit go into the rear, and those three girls have got the glute um, fullness over Jess. Um, that, that's a, that's something we discuss. Yeah. But Jess is very impressive from the front. I think even with some posing adjustments, who do you know who her posing coach is? No, I think she's doing her right now. I, I did like maybe three with Jess ages ago, and now yeah. she's seeing Amy Fox, and I think she possibly does her own now. Okay, yeah. I, I think she would look a lot better with some posing adjustments. Yeah, I think it's just to add a little bit more pop. Mm-hmm. It was nice and classy and simple. I think she could definitely add a bit more something to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this next question is, do you think this year they are following the Olympia standards more with placings? And I would say that the answer would be no, um, based, and that, that's like, that's going to sound so bad. But the reason why I say that is at the Olympia, if you look at, for example, even look at the, okay. So look at the Arnold, who won the Arnold, Laura Lee. Was she in her best condition ever? Probably. Yeah. Her glute hamstring conditioning was gnarly. If we were to compare, for example, Steph Carthy with Laura Lee's conditioning, Laura Lee would have better conditioning than Steph Carthy, right? Yeah. In the rear. Um, so that, that's what I mean by Steph Carthy is that five or 10% better for nationals. That's what I'd like to see her in. I'm not going to talk about the judges' feedback and what, what I discussed with them, but you know, when you have the winner of a category who doesn't have conditioning similar to an Arnold champion or an Olympia level you know, contender, that's a problem. And I think conditioning needs to be rewarded, provided that fullness posing, everything else is there. And Steph Carthy is an example. And going to uh, the yellow bikini, who we love, yellow, bikini, yellow bikinis get the most compliments, That's I feel like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she really, it's, it's because she just, she had Olympia level conditioning, right? Yeah. And for her not and to be in the top, top call so out, yeah. she's, she's obviously a hard worker. She's not in the top call out. Like obviously Kimberly Tran, was freaking peeled inside out, but at least she was in the top call out, right? So yeah. although although like Kimberly Tran was the most peeled competitor of the day for bikini, but the yellow bikini I felt like was in the right type of conditioning. She had Olympia level. Like if she was standing next to Laura Lee, you'd be like, yeah, the conditioning looks similar, right? Yeah. She Do doesn't look out of place. I can't remember how she presented herself too much. Uh, could have improved the posing, but yeah. when she hit her mandatories, like, like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit more, like she posed... She could pose a bit wider, a little bit more, showing a bit more taper, but that is us being super picky. I'd rather yeah. her be posing like that and in the condition, but I and felt like- Out of her bikini as well. I feel like the, the we need to have a little bit more education on bikini um, in terms of what is rewarded on the Arnold stage, Olympia stage. So let's say, for example, um, that if, I don't know, I don't know the protocol. So I'm just going to say that first and foremost, but- um, if there's not judges that are experienced on the panel that understand bikini, 
this is the top five at the Arnold. This is the top five at the Olympia. This is the level of conditioning. And then they understand that even if they haven't watched the Olympia, because maybe they haven't, and that's fine. But give them a briefing on this is the type of conditioning that's rewarded, or this is the last recent pro show. Like, okay, Maureen won this pro show. Look at her conditioning here. It actually improved from the Arnold or whatever it might be. And if they looked at the conditioning, the level of conditioning for the pros is hard as nails these days, right? Um, so it needs to be looked at and reviewed. And if a competitor isn't in that Olympia level conditioning and that if that competitor is told that she's too hard, that is the incorrect advice. Yeah. It is the incorrect advice. So that's what I mean by that, just to give context. Okay, how do you feel the judging was? Any surprises? We kind of discussed that. Peak week strategy, we won't talk about that. Um, so uh, someone wrote a question, Taya being overlooked the first time as we kind of addressed that. Do you think the judges awarded something more this year compared to other years? Something more. It really depends on what shows up on the day. I don't like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is subjective. Um, I say someone obviously said thoughts on placing, changing classes to class. So no placing in first timers, but placing in opens. That was obviously a Taya thing and okay. Bridey as well. Um, no overall, people are talking about that. A lot of people, I had so many questions about why is there no overall? And I don't know what the reason is. I think that. The guys. So I feel like they hyped did, they hyped it from the crowd, Tony hyped it up. Did they do overalls for the guys? I don't know. I heard something about it. I could be wrong. So don't quote yeah. me. Yeah. I was, look, I was a bit disappointed um, that there was no overalls. I think every year there has been, right? And yeah. And I think it's like from a, Let's say not even a coach. Let's just say from a fan's point of view, I think it makes it more the sport more exciting when the best of the best, the winners of an open class, battle it out for an overall, and you're the overall champion. I think even having that prestigious award and saying I was the overall champion for New South Wales is is such a nice thing, and it yeah, gives. So no, it's something I was super proud of. Yeah, and it, it just gives that extra little bit of incentive to train a bit harder to feel good and to be rewarded and recognized and you know let's say if, if jesse zhang and uh florence for example battled out maybe jesse zhang could have been rewarded right we don't know that i don't think yeah. that would be the case but could have happened yeah. and it would be nice to see one of these ladies have hey i won the overall and i've got a cool trophy for it and it does help grow the sport when you give incentives and i actually want to say this publicly now right this is something that i did offer as a suggestion I think it would be fucking awesome for there to be a best poser award for the bikini girls in every state. And if they don't have every state, obviously it's probably hard to organize, but for next season, season B, I'm going to push for that. There needs to be a best posing award. I will sponsor the trophy. I will sponsor the award. I'll pay for it. Just make it happen. Let's just everyone inbox Tony and say, Hey, that's a cool idea to hear choice podcast. You know, the let's, let's make it happen. This it deserves to be recognized. Honestly, how cool would a best poser posing award be? Absolutely. I, I think it would be amazing. And you know what? Just quickly, I, I want to yeah, Tyra and Florence would have would have been a good battle there. I want to say as well, I, I was disappointed in the routines being cut down. Oh, that was really disappointing. I feel like I spent so much time with some of my girls and they didn't get to showcase it. I think that was um something that definitely can be improved because. I've never been to a contest where the classical bodybuilders or the opensmen bodybuilders where the routine was cut down, where they were told, hey, you can't hit a back shot. These ladies were told that they can't hit a back shot. And for me, you know, they're spending bikini competitors and probably wellness probably spend the most amount of time and money on posing coaches and posing. And then they're told that they can't do their routine. That's very disappointing from a 
coach's point of view and a fan's point of view and to grow the sport. I think it's important to do, to let the ladies do their thing because they have worked hard for it and they have put time and effort into it. And I think by adding a best posing award, it would be awesome to give them extra incentive to, to continue to promote the sport. And maybe they, they award someone best posing award and it's the wrong decision on the day. Let's have a debate about that, but give them the opportunity and make it exciting and fun because how many ladies would get excited about that? And how many ladies would actually take their posing even more seriously knowing that that's available? All right. Oh, so what else we got here? We're almost done because I know that you've got to go as well. So all right, I have a bit of time. do you think hair quality and healthiness play a role in placings? And this person said, I do. So what are, what are your thoughts, Nay? I wouldn't like, oh, I, I don't think that's going to place you higher, but it comes down to your overall presentation. So I think if, yeah, if your hair looks, you know, if you look health, like it looks damaged, unhealthy, like, you know, you're unhealthy, being dieted down too much, you know, like, yeah, like it, beautiful hair stands out, but it's, I don't think that's going to make or break you. So unless it, it, was that it is interesting that you say that. I, it's probably not going to make or break you, but it does contribute to oh, like, you, for example, you have just real talk. You have probably like the healthiest looking silkiest hair on stage. <laughs> and, and it is so impressive to see, such nice hair it's it's like oh wow like you know how you see a nice bikini suit and you're like wow that's a really nice suit and then you see someone really nice makeup like wow that makeup oh, and that dude. smile yeah, no, it absolutely contributes one thousand percent i remember it's not i don't like imagine if you had a hey, nay no, imagine if you had frizzy hair and yeah. you walked on stage and it does depend on the hair color and stuff too yeah you know yeah I, I do think look if it's if it's close and two physiques are very similar. You're gonna go with a lady that's got a nicer smile, that's more engaging with the judges with a nice with nicer hair. I would, I would be drawn yeah, to that. Yeah, if the it's like splitting hairs, yes. Absolutely, you got to look at that presentation as and as a whole. Um, so next question here is the thoughts. So we're almost finished. Thoughts on the quality of conditioning and posing in general for the whole contest. I, I think there was only a few in really good condition. Yeah, I, I thought the conditioning here left something to be desired. Yeah. I, I think obviously with four weeks to nationals, it probably won't be a problem by the time nationals comes around no, for these I ladies. But I, I didn't think a lot of ladies brought the conditioning. I mean, there was a few standouts, as we've mentioned, for conditioning. Um, or some people were in the ballpark, very close. But then there was a lot of ladies that were completely off. Yeah. And the ladies that were... Coming into nationals. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look, this, you know what? This is an interesting question for you. Who do you think has the most potential out of the New South Wales lineup to change, not 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 for a placing, but to change the most significantly, improve their physique from now to nationals? Uh, probably Jade and Taya, but mainly Jade. I think because Taya was pretty like tailed. Yeah, I just love to see what Jade looks like. Absolutely peeled. You know what? I, I, I agree with I agree with Jade's going to make some change, but you know, I'm going to say Bridie as well. Oh, sorry. Of course. I'm <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not being I'm biased. No, I'm trying not to be, but no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bridie's going to be like. We're I think that's going to be the shock. Yes. Like, and Jade gonna, too. Get, um, she's going to look totally different in a few weeks. We're just going ham right now all the way through. Yeah. I think that's going to be impressive. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm curious to see if M Chester's does nationals. Yeah, I hope she does. Because I'd like to see her in the conditioning that I think she can be in. 
I think structurally and shape wise, she's got a lot of good shape and structure. And if she at least if she gets in that condition that we that we know that she can get in and then gets a comparison with the top girls, I think it's going to give her perspective in terms of where she's at on a national level because she hasn't competed yeah. on a national level yet. And uh, I, I know that like yeah. off season wise, once M brings her legs up a little bit more, mm. glutes a bit, and which I know she worked hard from what I've seen. Like in lockdown, I know she changed her glutes as much as she could, but um, and like they still looked amazing, mind you. But with a bit more, I think then she can be a bit more of a threat for sure. Yeah. The uh, so we've got a general question. Opinions on the posing. We kind of discussed that. Um, a lot of questions about over, many questions about changing places, overalls, posing. Um, this is another one. Thoughts on girls with bad walks. I mean, I'm not going to put down. <laughs> I'm not going to put down anyone with bad walks. But I would just say that it just comes down to practicing more and finding yourself a good posing coach. So like, the walking is the hardest part, 100, and it takes the longest to learn. It's like. I always tell ladies, like, if you're serious about this, hire a contest prep coach that has experience and that's going to tell you like it is that knows what they're doing, whether it's a male or a female, it doesn't matter. Make sure that you appreciate their work and they're going to be honest with you and tell you exactly how it is. And then they're going to be able to, if you're not sure, that type of coach is going to be honest with you and connect you with a good posing coach. And the the quality of posing coach, there are, there are like a few variables, but if you do your research, you'll know who poses well and who is their posing coach. Like use common sense. And if someone doesn't pose well and you're like, oh, I don't like her walk. Okay. Who's a posing coach? Oh, it's so-and-so. Okay. Well, maybe so-and-so doesn't hold that person to the highest standard because that's not good enough. So let's not use yeah. so-and-so, you know, I'm not going to, I'm saying so-and-so cause I'm trying to not name names, but no. pick a posing coach that, you know, produces quality posing and poses well themselves. And sometimes I will say that a good posing coach, um, doesn't always um, pose to the highest level themselves, but they can teach. It's about teaching at a high level. Yeah. Um, I think you pose, obviously, clearly Florence pose well. Um, so you, you've done a good job. So, hey, we might as well just hit up Nay. Hit up Nay for posing, everyone. Yeah, hit me up. No, but it does depend also on, like, the time that they put in themselves, you know. Like, I can only teach from, if they don't come back regularly, they're not practicing, they're not going to get better. You know, I, you can't do it for them. Exactly, you know, you've got to teach and they've got to put in the work as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I was. Just, I'm just scanning the questions. A lot of them are very similar. I did think that we covered um, a lot of these questions in detail. So, final, I suppose maybe we'll, we can wrap this up. Final thoughts or anything? Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, no. I want to add in. I was like, I guess. Well, now we're talking about they've got other states coming up, and then I guess we've got a few of these girls could be pro card contenders already, coming from our top three here. I think. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. That's a good question, actually. Uh, so we've got Queen, uh, sorry, we've got uh, Adelaide on Saturday and we've got Victoria on Sunday. And then um, next, the following week, we've got WA and then we've got Queensland. Who do you think, what, what do you think is the possibility of, who do you think is going to get a pro card or potentially can win a pro card for the, at the pro qualifier? I think it's anyone's game. It's like 100% serious. Like, it's just going to depend. I, I can't even pick it. Like, you've got a lot of people coming in, you know. Um, I actually saw today that Taylor's doing Queensland. Yeah. So that's going to be cool to see. Um, but for me, I think we've got Taylor. Um, we've got Florence now battling it in. I think Jade in condition. Who knows? Taylor in condition. We've got Liv in there. Um, there's a lot, to be honest. Yeah. It's going to be um, really interesting. I I think there's... Um... I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to be coming across as biases if I say things, but I know that people 
I'm just going to let the the ladies on the team do the talking with their placings and, you know, the best in the day I, I do believe will be rewarded. But I think that the team, there's going to be a pro card winner from the team and then the, the pro show winner is going to come from the team as well. I said that you weren't there. I actually said it to Tony. I go at the backstage. I said, Tony, I go, one of the girls on the team is going to win the pro show. And he's like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was just me. I was just like, I, I talk a lot of shit with Tony, but that was me being serious. And he's just I mean, like, forums, isn't there? yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, um, and he's just like, there's a lot of competitors, you know, um, it's anyone's game. And I go, it is Tony, but I'm also still going to, we're still going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be good. Um, and then we're going to have the new pro in there as well, which is going to be fun. Well, that's the thing. Like, and that yeah. can change the game completely too, you know? But like that can be her last year, which was awesome for her. Yeah, that can be really interesting. And I actually saw, I didn't even see like a just I randomly saw Jess Johnson in the crowd and someone told yeah. me that she was there. And I was like, oh, I did I didn't even realize it was nice seeing her as well. Um, I sat next to her at the start for the first time as I was discussing and sharing like I like her bikini mindset. It was interesting to see hear her perspective on things. Yeah. And then for the lighter, like I think at Novice, oh, that's when we sat together. Too. It's cool. We all have our own views and what we like. And yeah, yeah. if it, it would have been cool if we had like if I knew Jess was there, right? Because like anyone that's like a high level got a bikini mind, I want to have a conversation with. And if we if like how cool would it be if we had like I don't know just reserved seating for bikini pros? <laughs> and and please for me, Tony. Yeah, another opinion. Should have got Jess on. Yeah, actually, it would have been interesting to hear her perspective. I might even ask her. You know what I might do? I might because she'll totally be at the Queensland show, so yeah. I might ask. I might ask her to do a wrap up with me for the Queensland yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Which will which would be cool. But yeah, um, final thoughts. Final thought. Just massive congratulations, everyone. That was the highest caliber New South Wales show I've ever seen, and that was really good to watch. I I definitely I definitely agree with that, and um, I just want to quickly say. Big congratulations to the girls and the team. Very, very proud of all of you. And, you know, especially blessed. And, and I feel very grateful to work with all of you ladies. And a big, big congratulations to Florence. I know we've been very subjective and picking at everything um, during this podcast. Try not to be, trying to be subjective and to give people perspective on, on the different style of physiques out there and what are the weaknesses and strengths. But obviously Florence was the best in the day. Absolute superstar and she deserved it. And um, big congratulations to Florence. I'm very proud. We're, we're, we're both very proud of you. And um, on to nationals. And then obviously we've got the other state shows coming up. So excited for that. But um, until next time. So thank you for coming on, by the way. i got to say thank, thanks for coming on and the, your advice, it's, um, your expertise. It's really good. We agree on a lot of things. I think 95% maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, which is really good. But um We'll leave it at that. And uh, thanks for everyone for thanks, listening. Thanks, until, guys. until next time, guys. Peace.